Now, it's time for... For Pete's sake. Eh, for Pete's sake. As we get older, we have a tough time sleeping. Unless you're Lisa. (laughs) How many hours on average a night do you sleep? On average. Eight. Every night. Yeah. Eight hours. It's unbelievable. That shocks me every time you say it. I am a person who, the once it hits 10, 11 o'clock, I'm like, there is nothing happening that is so exciting that it is more enjoyable than sleep. I can't sleep for eight hours straight. Do you sleep for eight hours straight? Do you wake up? I mean, I might wake up to oh go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, but you don't even I remember. You're in a deep sleep. sleep. Shoot. Yeah, I just sleep. <laughs> I'm at about six, six and a half a night. That's but- not good. I don't know. I feel like we're all different and we hear this number from some doctor, but like everybody has its own rhythm. And if your body is okay on six and a half, if I get seven hours, I want to stab you and you want to stab me back because I'm not pleasant. I need eight hours. You don't. A good night's sleep. You feel happy, right? When you wake up in the morning? I mean, you at least don't feel angry. A good, a good night's sleep really does help beat the blues, according to a new study. Researchers found that quality sleep can help bolster resilience to depression and anxiety. Why'd they have to do a study on this? Really? Because you know why? Your brain literally processes everything that's going on throughout the day. And like the waste product goes out, cleaning stuff out, man. The study highlights high-quality sleep and coping strategies for anxiety, such as the ability to reframe a situation to see the positive side. How many times on this show have we said, all right, hold on, we got to reframe. Reframe. Wasn't that our word for 2023, one of our words, reframe? Mine, Mine was surrender. York University researchers found that better sleep quality was associated with fewer symptoms of both depression and anxiety. A good night's sleep does help. Man, it's so true. Yeah. And when you start the, I feel like when you have bad sleep, you wake up and you're already at a deficit. So then when you go downstairs and you drop something on your foot, you have less patience to deal with it, you know, and then the coffee maker doesn't work. And then you get stuck behind a train on the way to work. Like everything just seems harder because you're already just beat. Uh, I want you to think back to college. We all took easy blow off classes when we were in college to fill credits, right? You mean rocks and jocks? I think I took cooking and reading (laughs) just to get some credits. Well, I got one for you. You ready? Okay. Arizona State University has announced a course on the social psychology of Taylor Swift. Lord. Okay. Alexandra Womley will be teaching the course titled Psychology of Taylor Swift Advanced Topics of Social Psychology at ASU for a semester this fall. Okay, so what it sounds like to me is is that this was an advanced psychology class and they threw in the name Taylor Swift so people would sign up for it. You know what I mean? The course is basically using Taylor Swift as a semester-long example of different phenomena, gossip, relationships, revenge. Wembley told the university news site, this class is not a seminar on how much we like or dislike her. We want to be able to learn about psychology. Why do we feel the way we feel? You're Um, right. That's so true. The course will discuss what psychologists can learn by connecting themes from the singer's different albums. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> would you, if you like Taylor Swift, if you were in college, I, would you say, huh? No. It's got Taylor Swift in the title. Psychology class. I would not. I'd be like this. Oh, God, this class is going to be filled with people who only want to talk about Taylor Swift all day. And I just want to learn about psychology. Just, I will take the other course that is the same thing, but doesn't have Taylor in the title. You would go bonkers, wouldn't you? I would go bonk. I just don't understand. I guess I'm missing that thing in my life, in my brain, where I can be obsessed with one thing and it brings me so much joy. Like, I wish Taylor Swift brought me as much joy as she brings other people. I wish Bruce Springsteen brought me as much joy as he brings you. I don't, oh, I love I him just so don't much. care. I love him so much. We've been talking about Charlie McMurray going away to college for his freshman year. And I want you to listen to this. How weird is this mom? Okay. Uh-oh. Mom gets backlash for staying in sorority house with daughter during rush. Oh no! Why? How, how? Who allowed that? One of the perks of college experience is freedom. Students love the idea of being able to do whatever they want, whenever they want. However, some think one mom took her support to an invasive level, putting all her daughter's roommates in what might be a seemingly uncomfortable situation. The mom roomed with her daughter during her sorority's rush week to help around the house. So she was trying to be like the sorority house mom, which they already have. They don't need you. Go away. Your college days are over. TikTok mom Jamie Pleger posted a video to her account and received mixed emotions and backlash on the length she has taken to help her daughter. In her video, Pleger discussed that she had been rooming with her daughter in her sorority house to help clean and prepare lunches for the girls during rush week. That line right there, you know she's bonkers. She's crazy. She moved into her daughter's sorority house thinking that she was helping her on the college campus. I just can't believe the sorority allowed it. Like, do you feel like the sorority would just let your sister move in? They'd be like, no, she's not a part of the sorority. So why? Because it was a mom. They felt pressured into letting this happen. You think the mom pushed her way in? You think her mo- this mother is yeah, a little overbearing? Yeah, I don't think a bunch of 19 and 20 year old <laughs> women opened the door and said, hey, mom, can you come make us sandwiches and oversee our rush week? No. <laughs> and watch my daughter if she's drinking or not. And watch and tuck her in at night and make sure the fan's blowing on her face and she has her favorite stuffy. All right, folks, that does it for us. Remember, if you missed anything on the show, just search Pete McMurray Show wherever you find your favorite podcast. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, bye.